So as a real estate guy, I graduated in 04. I had like four or five right out of college, pretty good years in real estate in Charleston. And then the 08, 09 recession, I always say, thank goodness I wasn't married and have kids and everything because it, it got real lean real fast. I honestly never thought I'd be in sales or sell real estate. The family was kind of in development. I sort of envisioned that that was the direction I would go. And I don't know, I just like the competition. I get up early, you know, work out, just hit it, you know? Are you ready to step up your game? Do you want to form the habits required to take your hustle to the next level? You're in the right place. We've been where you are and know that getting to your optimized next level doesn't happen by accident. Welcome to the Next Level Hustle podcast. Each week, we sit down with experts, entrepreneurs, and people at the top of their game to help you discover how to accelerate what you've already been doing with excellence and speed to find success and fulfillment in every area of your life. I'm your host, Boomer Allred. And I'm also your host, John Wiesahan. This is going to be Next Level. Hey, this is John, your co-host of Next Level Hustle Podcast. I'm joined here today with... Hey, it's Boomer. I'm also a podcast co-host, John. Who are we here with today? We are here with my good friend, uh, Trent McChesney. Trent is a Charleston native. For the last 19 years. For the last 19 years, Charleston native. Uh, Trent and I have known each other uh, probably since about 2015, when my wife and I started looking at real estate on the wonderful, spectacular island that is known as Kiowa Island, South Carolina. It's about 40 minutes south of Charleston. Uh, we've had uh, owned a couple properties here, and we've gotten to know Trent uh, pretty well. Trent went to Chapel Hill, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Um, and we are just thrilled to have him here. So Trent, welcome to the Next Level Hustle podcast. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. You know, it's always cool when we start these things because we always like to hear stories, right? And I think that our listeners would really enjoy listening to the story of how you got involved with real estate. And it's always uh, interesting because, I mean, you don't just walk into the Kiowa Island real estate office and say, hey, I want to be an agent. I don't think that's really how it works sometimes, or at least here. Um, it's not like you just sign up to be a REMAX agent at Kiowa. Right, right. <laughs> because Kiowa is really unique, and correct me here if I'm wrong, because I'm, I'm probably going to misspeak a little bit of this, but Kiowa doesn't list their properties that they sell in the MLS. So it's a really unique type of real estate situation. So you can't find it on Zillow. You can't find listings anywhere, I don't believe, except for their website. So if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit of the backstory, how long you've been here um, on the island and how you got involved. You're correct. We are in real estate, what you call a, a private brokerage. So we're not a part of the MLS. We don't cooperate with you know other agents. Um, it's really Q Island real estate agents that are doing you know the bulk of the business on the island. Right. Um, and as far as how I got here, I kind of grew up in the real estate business. My dad was a developer in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, predominantly residential. I'd say probably from the time I was 13 or 14 until I went to college, he was developing a, you know, a plan development similar to Kiowa that was on a farm outside of Winston called Brookberry Farms. And it was owned by the, the Gray family, the Bowman Gray family from Winston. 
And oh, cool. uh, so he worked on that probably for 20 years when I was in high school and then through college. And I kind of grew up in that, you know, installing the mailboxes, street signs, you know, going in and doing maintenance on the clubhouse, that kind of thing. And so when I moved to Charleston, I really just came down here for the summer after college to have a good time. And I was like, <laughs> easy to do. I'm not, I'm not ready to go home yet. So they, they said I need to get a job. And so real estate was the natural fit. And I worked two different places uh, downtown. The last group was the Peninsula Company. And then Kiowa's ownership changed in 13. And there was an opportunity for me to come out here at that point. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for sharing that. It's, it's, uh, so real estate's definitely been in your blood. That's I right. I would say, right? Yeah. Um, that's certainly what it sounds like. I didn't know that. So I appreciate you sharing the story with myself as well as the listeners. And, you know, when you look at what people do for a living, a lot of the times it is something that their parents did in the past or it's something that they're familiar with. And I find that that's a natural acceleration to be better at something quicker, right? So you walked into real estate. It was obviously a natural fit. And you've clearly been incredibly successful. Last year, you were, congratulations, by the way, number one agent. Yeah, thanks. I, I got a letter in the mail about two weeks ago. Right, so right. You were the number one right. agent. I'm like, let's go, Trent. I told them to keep that on the download. <laughs> they did not keep it on the download. <laughs> so congratulations on that. That's awesome. But I mean, it's got to be hard a little bit because you have this island that has really, I mean, they're building houses, but not any more inventory. And you really just have to turn and burn the existing homes that are here, right? People are selling them. Families are selling them out of trusts. Uh, people, obviously, like ourselves or younger, want to continue to build a lifestyle around the club. So talk to us a little bit about how you guys keep inventory, how you, what your mentality is when you wake up, you're like, how am I going to increase my numbers from last year to this year? And obviously, market growth has a lot to do with that right. in and of itself. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. We are kind of winding down the development phase here at Kiowa. You know, it's been, the island's been developed since 77, but, you know, we're inside of probably 12 to 18 months from that being done. You know, there's no more developer inventory at that point. So the majority of what we do is resale, you know, and it's all about relationships, you know, like when we met and, you know, then you introduced me to your friends and, it just kind of goes like that. So, you know, it's all about being in the community, which is nice that it's a small, great island where, you know, it's a lot of fun to spend time, you know, whether it's playing golf or at the beach, you know, this isn't the worst place to work, you know, and it's just about relationships, meeting people and doing a good job for them. And then it just kind of, you know, snowballs from there. Yeah. And it's, this is a common theme and I, I want to focus on this and just hone in for a second. But in all the podcasts we've done, everyone always comes back to relationships. And in life, in general, in business, for what you do, everything seems to come back to people People you know helped you get to somewhere greater, right? And, you know, I, I tell people all the time, and I've probably said it on the podcast in previous episodes, but the older I get, the smaller the world becomes. You start to have, you know, the seven degrees of separation start to become like five, and then three, right, as right. you get older. But it's surrounding yourself with people who can help you get to the next level to really help catapult the growth that you can experience in life. Absolutely, yeah. 
it's such a small island. You know, I think you probably feel this way, but, um, you know, in my business, it's, you know, everything's kind of under a microscope. You got to, if you take care of the client, whether that was the, you know, biggest sale of your life or not, you know, it's all about just taking care of the client and in the long run, that's going to benefit you. And that's where I wanted to go. You know, you make the connection, you make maybe the sale, but it isn't like you just turn your back and, and you're not service, for servicing them anymore, right? It's, Absolutely, It's yeah. continually making sure that they're taken care of. So there's some people that maybe in the real estate business that, that say, okay, check the box. I sold that moving on. But how do you use that relationship ongoing with those folks that you have sold to or potential buyers? Like, how do you keep that relationship going and fresh? Yeah. I mean, so the best thing about the job is the people that you meet here. I mean, I'll have people come in and they'll be worried that it's a stuffy environment because it's a gated community, et cetera, et cetera. And honestly, the the people that I've met through Kiowa, the people that I've helped buy houses and property on Kiowa are are some of the great, you know, greatest people I've met. They're some of my dearest friends, you know, today. You know, I met John seven or eight years ago. And so it's really not that hard. You know, they're great people. I'm here every day. We just kind of a lot of it is I try to take good care of them and you know, we ha- we have things in common and uh, it's not it's not too hard. Yeah, and it's it's little things like, you know, if we need a fourth guy who we don't want a stranger to join a threesome, Trent, hey, jump in and play golf with us today. Yeah, you know, right. And Trent's here. Right? He's generally here on the island. He's available and he may meet somebody or play golf with, with somebody that I brought that may be a potential client in the future. Right. Or hey Trent, we're gonna go hang out at the beach. Why don't you come come down and join us for a beer for 30 minutes and spitball and catch up on life. Sounds terrible, right? <laughs> it's a, like I always, my wife and I joke all the time. We believe our son would fill Trent's shoes 20 years from now and would just crush it. He just loves houses. He loves real estate. He loves being on the island. And I'm like, Trent, you need a succession plan at, at some point in your life, <laughs> right? Sometimes he stumps me. He's like, hey, Trent, have you seen this property? I'm like, I'm not sure I have, Jack. What can you tell me about it? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Jack found the property that we're buying tomorrow. Right, I, right. I think. And Trent's like, yeah, I was going to tell you about that one <laughs> next time I talk to you. <laughs> so it's it's pretty cool. It's um, But Trent's been a good friend. And you know, it's it's always cool to hear the stories of how you got to where you are and, and where you're going. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk just, just briefly about like mentality. Um, when you wake up in the morning to keep yourself motivated, because being a real estate agent is kind of like being an entrepreneur. I mean, it right. is, right? You you make the money, you make your own money. If you don't go and sell real estate, you're not you're not taking home a paycheck, right? Right. So, what are the, some of the things that you do to keep yourself motivated? Habits, you know, podcasts you may listen to, other than your favorite Next Level Hustle podcast. Yeah, right. Um, but Pretty much are, all I listen to. I, I mean, I would, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's very motivating, especially when Boomer talks. Right, right. Uh, very soothing. Uh, but what are some of the things that you do and, you know, your drive here, or whatever, to, to keep yourself right. on the straight and narrow? I honestly never thought I'd be in sales or sell real estate. Like I said, the family was kind of in development. I sort of envisioned that that was the direction I would go. And, you know, anyway, I wanted to be in Charleston and it just kind of led to sales. And then I started to enjoy sales and be successful at sales because of the competition. Mm. You know, I kind of grew up 
tons of sports, you know, all through college. And then, you know, wasn't good enough to play in college, but, you know, it was still a big part of my life. And then all of a sudden that ends, you know, and you're supposed to find a job, but it's, you know, it's different, you know, you're, yeah. you're supposed to adult. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just like the competition. You know, I'm, I, I get up early, you know, work out, just hit it, you know? Do you um, read? Not that much. I know. Uh, there's one thing I, I, I feel like I should be doing more right. of is reading. So I've started listening. Like you mentioned the commute. I do have a commute. So I've started listening to books. You know, I hit the, uh, what was it? Like just in the last six months, maybe like okay. the, the 5 a.m. club. Yeah. You know, and then I tried to you know, I joined the 5 a.m. club yep. some days, you know, that kind of thing. That's and good. Then, then I got, I read both of, uh, or listened to David Goggins' books. I'm not sure y'all done that, but that's pretty motivating. He, he is <laughs> an animal. Yeah, right. The ultra marathon, you know a little bit about David Goggins, right, Boom? Yeah. So we talked about your successes, what got you here. Right. And like you said, when you wake up in the morning, it's competition. Right. What about the times when things weren't going so well? When you found yourself questioning maybe your your direction, right? Whether it be in college or as a professional, like what did you do to turn that around for yourself? Yeah. So as a real estate guy, um, I graduated in '04. I had like four or five, you know, right out of college, pretty good years in real estate in Charleston, and then the '08 '09 recession. I always say. Thank goodness I wasn't married and have kids and everything because it, it got real lean real fast. And all I had was rent. But I was sitting on a new construction condo site at the time that shut down. You know, basically, you know, when you're on commission to John's point, you go to zero. You know, there's no paycheck. So it was the same thing. What are you going to do? And I kind of, you know, still stayed in real estate, but um, kind of went back to the roots and partnered with dad, I found a couple things. I'm like, you know, it took a while, but because he wasn't super interested in investing anything at that point either. But we found some stuff in downtown Charleston that made sense and started with a couple rehabs of residential homes and then sort of parlayed that into we we built like maybe seven or eight homes in downtown before the Q opportunity came about. Um, and that was you know, 13. So it was kind of right when the market was starting to be good again. So I don't really know if that answered your question, but it was just, you know, there was only one thing to do, right? You just had to figure it out. Yeah. The nice thing is you went outward. And a lot of times when people are getting lean, they go inward and they start doubting themselves. Right. But actually reaching out is to your dad, maybe it's to other <laughs> peers, you know, people who are going through that also. So it's really cool that you reached out to find like, okay, I can't do this on my own. It's not happening. There's something bigger than me affecting my life. Right. I need to create a community or I need to create your own traction, which is really cool. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I mean, anybody that was in real estate remembers that time and we hope we don't see it again. It doesn't look like it's coming anytime soon. Hope not. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Next Level Hustle podcast, where we help you accelerate what you already know to the next level. If you'd like to support the podcast, consider sharing it on social media, subscribing wherever you listen, or leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next week for another Next Level Hustle conversation. I'm John. And I'm out. And I'm Boomer. I'm also out. <laughs>